from the feature staff at the Columbus Dispatch. This is Life in the 614. Hi, and welcome to Life in the 614, the official lifestyle podcast of the Features Department at the Columbus Dispatch, coming to you every Thursday. If it sounds like fun, we'll be talking about it. I'm Ryan Smith, Features Editor at the Dispatch, and when we started talking about who to spotlight on today's podcast, the answer was a slam dunk. That's partially because Harlem Globetrotter and Columbus native Julian Zeus McClurkin holds the world record for most slam dunks in one minute with 16. Of course, that's not his only one. He also holds world records for most bounced three-pointers in one minute with five and most behind-the-back three-pointers with three baskets made. Zeus will join his teammates on Sunday, December 29th, at the Schottenstein Center for two games, one at 1 p.m. and one at 6 p.m., But first, he took some time to talk about his fancy basketball moves and favorite Columbus hotspots with my colleague, Features reporter Erica Thompson. Take it away, Erica. We are here with Julian McClurkin, a.k.a. Zeus, a member of the Harlem Globetrotters. He's a forward. His number is 30. He's also a Columbus native, and his team will be playing two games on December 29th at the Schottenstein Center, one at 1 p.m. and another at 6 p.m. So, Zeus, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. How you doing today? Doing great, yeah. Now, is this your fifth season with the Harlem Globetrotters? No, this is my eighth year. Year with the world famous Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, my first three years with the team was uh, kind of a transitional position. It was like a taxi part time position, and um, I got signed on to a full time contract three years in, and I've been with the team for eight years. Wow! Yeah. So talk to me about that. Like thinking back to your very first season with them, and now eight seasons later, how has your life changed, or how has it even exceeded your expectations? How my knees changed, <laughs> my <laughs> joints. No, it's uh, it's been a blessing being a part of a world famous organization. Been around for ninety three, going on ninety four years, and like it, it, it's pretty amazing, Erica. Like you walk into any room with a red, white, and blue shirt that says Harlem Globetrotters, immediately everybody knows who the, who you are and and about the team. Like it, it takes them back to that happier time in their life when they went to a game with their parents or with their grandparents, and even though they might not know me individually, they know that since I play for the Harlem Globetrotters, it brings a smile to their face, and I think that's the coolest part about being a, a part of this organization. Yeah. I'm- I'm so glad you brought that up because especially around the holidays, we're kind of thinking about those family traditions. And I know I saw the Harlem Globetrotters when I was little. Mm-hmm. So and I always think it's so important to acknowledge the African-American legacy because that's, you know, the the genesis of the organization. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you have fans of, of all kinds. Yeah. But um, how do you feel about keeping that legacy alive? Because for me, as an African-American woman, it was so cool to see people who looked like me doing cool things growing up. So yeah. I don't know if that's something you think about. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I remember the first time I saw the Globetrotters, I didn't really hear about them growing up as a kid. I saw them on Scooby-Doo and I I didn't realize that was a real team. You know, Batman is on Scooby-Doo. They got all these other characters who aren't real. And I'm like, oh, it's just a fictional uh, character. But I remember seeing them, these guys that looked like me and they had like this superhero ability. I said, man, I'd be cool if they were real. But it was not till later on in life when I learned about who the Harlem Globetrotters were and how immensely uh, they're in our our culture as far as basketball goes. They're the reason so many uh, barriers have been broken in the game of basketball, the color barrier, the gender barrier. The Harlem Globetrotters are responsible for that and the popularization of basketball over the world. You know, you're talking about an organization that's been to 124 countries and provinces around the world. You know, uh, 
and popularized such things as a slam dunk, the alley-oop, the three-man weave, the three-point shot, and now the four-point shot, which is in our games now. We're innovators of the game, and um, if it hadn't been for the work that these guys have been putting in, you know, in the late 20s and early 30s during the, a time when blacks or African-Americans weren't allowed to play basketball in white-only leagues, you know, we weren't allowed in the NBA. However, it on the heels of a, a game in 1948 when the Harlem Globetrotters beat the all-white Minneapolis Lakers, who were world champions at the time, that actually broke the color barrier in the game of basketball. And one of the first African-Americans to be signed to an NBA contract was Nat Sweetwater Clifton, who was a former Harlem Globetrotter. Sorry, you asked me this question. I'm kind of like a, a historian when it comes to the Globetrotter stuff, and I, I'm with you on that. Like, it, the, the impact that it has uh, globally uh, and just for African-Americans as a whole is, is really amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much for breaking that down. There were some things in there I didn't know, so this is very educational. You know, a fun fact a lot of people don't know about us? What? We're called the Harlem Globetrotters, right? Mm -hmm. What city do you think we started in? I know you started in Chicago, right? Uh, I should ask somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) But do you know why we're called the Harlem Globetrotters? Um, Why don't you tell us? No, if you already know, give me it. Give it to me. Actually, well... You know what? I might not know exactly, so I'd I'd prefer you to break it down. So no for guess. Me. Okay. All right. <laughs> Harlem Renaissance. Harlem was the epicenter of African American culture and Black arts and entertainment. Abe Saperstein, the founder of the Globetrotters in 1926, wanted everybody to know when you came to one of our games, that's what you were going to see. You were going to see Black culture on display, African American arts and entertainment, and that vibe that you get is exactly what you feel when you come to one of our games. Now, Globetrotters, that was a marketing ploy. He wanted people to think we had been all over the world, but really we were just traveling around the city of Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So let's talk about your Guinness World Records. Yes. And let me see if I get them all right. Okay. So most dunks in one minute, 16 in 2017. Correct. Most bounced three-pointers in one minute, five in 2017. Uh-huh. And most behind the back three pointers in one minute, three in 2018. Correct. Awesome. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me about that because I I don't think I will ever get a record myself. So how? what is the culture around that? Because I'm picturing like a lot of you guys and women have them. Like, are you competing with each other? Is it something you always talk about? Break that down for us. So I was, when I was a kid, I remember reading the um, Guinness Book of World Records book, looking in it like, like you just said, like, I would never be able to get in that book. But the Harlem Globetrotters have a great relationship with um, Guinness Book of World Records. And every year they reach out to us and ask if there's any records we're willing to break. So they'll give us a list of records that haven't been broken in a long time or have never been broken before. And we'll just suggest to each other who like, oh, uh, Zeus would be good at this because he likes to dunk or, you know, Hammer is good at this because he's great at the granny shot. So amongst each other, we, we like to compete every now and then. But um, we know who's best at what. And um, my teammates suggest that I do the most slam dunk. Uh, attempts and also the behind the back and the bounce three pointers attempts. And now I'm in a book, you know, that's that's been around for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you get nervous? Like, I think I saw on YouTube video of you breaking one of these records. Do you like is it are you really nervous about it or is it just fun for you? In my mind, I do get very, very nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm focused, too. If you look at that video, like I'm, I'm, my eyes are on the prize. I'm, I know what's coming up. So. Yeah. They're like, come on, Zeus, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So will you do you have your eyes? on trying to get even more slam dunks in a minute or do you have like tell me about what some of your goals coming up as far as that goes so just uh, about a month ago I was actually a four-time world record holder 
But mm. one of my former teammates broke one of my records. Uh oh. Yeah, he. I made the most uh, blindfolded slam dunks in one minute. So I did the, the same thing, but I did a blindfolded and I made five. He went and did six. Uh, so I left too much meat on the bone. So next year I'm hoping to go again and get seven. Yeah, well, call him out. What's his what What's his name that uh, broke your record? Chris Staples. Okay. Chris Staples broke my record, but um, I if somebody's gonna break your record, it's great that it's one of the greatest dunkers in the world. So he's a great dude. Yeah, awesome. So when you come to the shot, like other than your amazing dunks, and you said you mentioned the four point shot, mm-hmm. um, what other like fun tricks can we expect? Well, this is our 2020 Pushing the Limits World Tour. So we're looking to do things to the 10th degree and take it to a whole nother level. The things that you're used to seeing at a Globetrotter game, you're going to see some of those, but you're going to see them done more excellently. I guess you you would say like, for example, the four point line, this is the 10 year anniversary for our four point line, which is traditionally 30 feet away from the basket. This year it's going to be 35 feet. So we're pushing it back even further. Our magic circle, which happens at the beginning of every game. um, Normally uh, we do it and everybody can see, but this year it's going to be glow in the dark. We're going to use, turn all the lights off and we're going to basically be doing it blind with a glow in the dark basketball. And we got these glowing headbands and everything so it looks it visually looks really cool another thing we're actually going to be attempting a world record in the games here in columbus on the 29th 29th yeah you can see um we'll do the longest shot that we've ever attempted in game so it's going to be almost a full court shot uh, either a granny or a, a hook shot Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. All right. So beyond basketball, I kind of want to know if you have any other aspirations. Like, for example, I'm a huge fan of The Amazing Race. Yeah. So I'm always watching old episodes of Flight Time and Big, Big Easy. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I read that you've done some TV. So do, do you see yourself doing something like that, like a reality show or some scripted acting? I don't know. I really am passionate about being an entertainer sometimes. Like, I tell my boss all the time, like, one of my dream jobs would be what Steve Harvey does. If I was a host of Family Feud or a game show somewhere, like that would be that would be a lot of fun. I could see myself doing that. But currently, my wife and I have been um, endeavoring in a little bit of real estate. You know, Columbus is a really hot market. I don't know if you knew that. But it's a really hot market as far as uh, real estate goes. And the influx of people that are coming in here. I love my city too. I, I always have a few homes here. I don't mind investing where I live. So real estate, game show host. But um, <laughs> my my passion will always be. Uh, I'm a minister at my church, so pouring into the youth and uh, just encouraging people. Yeah, awesome, Zeus. Well, I think, you know, since you brought up Columbus, I mean, that's my final question for you. I think people want to know, where can we see you other than, like, selling homes or in church? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you have, like, favorite Columbus restaurants? Or oh, spots to have don't fun? even get me started on restaurants. I'm a foodie, man. I got a Rush's cake in my car right now as we speak. You ever been to Rush's? I have not. East Livingston. Go, go check it out. Best bakery I've had in Columbus. Best pizza in Columbus. There's a couple of different spots. I'm, I'm going to go with Padova's off of no Bixby Road, no Bixby and Refugee. It's a great place over there. Jeez. Anything I just like local things a lot of times. So if you go to the North Market, you already know you can go there and get, you know, some of the best Belgian waffles you want. Yeah, you can get cookies and gosh, I guess I'm not really talking about how what an athlete eats, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't always eat this stuff, but uh every now and then I I, I love um local local stuff here in Columbus. Donato's is great too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome, Zeus. I mean, this has been great chatting with you. Is there anything else you want to add? I just want to make sure uh, if you guys get a chance, you go to the the website. Go to HarlemGlobeChatters.com. You can grab tickets for the game and you can see some of this amazing footage that we've been talking about. Breaking world records, doing um, just crazy trick shots. We're pushing the limits this year. We got this crazy video of my teammate Hammer jumping out of an aircraft 
and dunking the ball just before he lands. Like, it's crazy. They knew not to ask me to do that. That's <laughs> that's a little too tough. I don't, I don't know if I could do that. But, um, you know, go to that website, grab some tickets, and, and you don't have to be a basketball fan to enjoy our games. You just have to want to have a good time with your family and with your friends, and that's exactly what you'll do. Leave this cold weather outside. Come inside. Have a good time with us. Perfect. And you guys, make sure that you catch Zeus and all his other teammates on December 29th at The Shot. Zeus, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Erica. Can you have your um, listeners follow me as well on sure. Instagram at MinJulian5. You can follow me on YouTube at Julian McClurkin. I will follow you back as long as you're not weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No guarantees on that, probably. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to Life in the 614. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Play Music. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, keep enjoying your own life in the 614.